Welcome in to Remedial Adventuring 401, a new real play TTRPG podcast. I'm Adam Souza, and I will be your guide through this fantastical journey as your DM. Prepare for an epic tale with six adventurers, each bearing the weight of their past failures from their original parties. Now thrown together in the remedial class, they're on a quest for redemption and their elusive adventuring license in the captivating realm of Alorium. So, gather around the virtual table. Wield your dice and brace for a tale of second chances, daring escapades, and the pursuit of greatness amidst setbacks. Welcome to Remedial Adventuring 401, where new legends emerge from failure. So last time, Hollybrook had used their Eyes of the Grave to know that there was an undead entity in the area, but was unable to get a line of sight. Who's inside and who's outside? Are we all there? You are all inside at this point. You had gathered stuff from outside and inside. You've talked to each other. The one thing that you were wondering was like, oh, if we can't see the ghost, maybe it's trapped somewhere. And th that was kind of where we had left off. I think it's in the wall. I know I look dead, but dead people aren't my thing. <laughs> <laughs> Just to, to clarify, you not seeing body, in quote unquote, is not the dead body, but the body of the ghost. Mm, the the fleshy meat sack. No, no, the the non corporeal ghost. Oh, okay. The fleshy meat sack may be long gone, but the ghost is around. But the ghost is not in the line of sight at this moment. Okay. Right. Oh, okay. So I see it in the notes. The last thing was investigating the eastern side of the tavern because mm -hmm. we think the person may a body may have been buried in the construction project. I think it has been there for a while, and then the construction started up. That's just me, though. I mean, yeah, you do disturb graves. Things can happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good point. So I think the, the ghost started appearing around the same time. It's obviously been stirred up by the construction, so it's probably on that side of the building. So maybe we see if we can um, poke around over there and see if there's, like, a false wall or a blit or... You know, bones. A bookshelf with a Bible that doesn't have any pages in it. Exactly. <laughs> and then you pull it out, and, and then the fireplace will move, and we'll find the body. Yeah, exactly. Somebody investigate, check that bitch. What, what would you like to investigate? That whole side of the building. Yeah, let's, uh, <laughs> let's look for um, signs of, how shall I say this, a murdered person or a body. <laughs> so can I just roll, see if I notice anything wonky over there? Yeah, give me an investigation check, please. 17. Hey. Ooh. With a 17, last session there was also a check when you had first started just to kind of perceive. Like, yeah. this is you actively searching. But beforehand, you looked around, you didn't see anything like runes. You didn't see any symbols or anything that stood out to you. And as you investigate around, there's nothing active that you see. And with a 17, you look around, all the things that you would normally think of that might be affecting this doesn't help. So is anyone helping this action or is it just... Can I do a perception roll? What I would like from you is a D4, and if you can get a 3 or a 4 on a D4, then you'll get uh, a little bit better. Nope. nope. All right, well. Oh my. I tried. You did. Uh, <laughs> so together with an 18. So first of all, you can clear clearly tell that there hasn't been a murder here, and there's also no like dead body scent or anything like that, so that part can at least be crossed out. Well, yeah, it's an old thing that has happened. 
Now, the other thing that I'll, I'll just remind you is that last time you had asked about the historic value of next door, but you really haven't asked about the bar itself. Yes. Mm. Um, is the bartender? Yeah, she's still here. Okay, cool. Can I persuade her to tell me everything she knows about the building? Sure. Uh, you can ask her. Give me a persuasion check. Hey. Hey. Okay. With an unnatural twenty. Yeah. You have. You strike up a, a nice conversation. Ultimately, she says, "You know, I've been here for twenty years running this tavern. You know, it's only been in the last month that this has really happened. I don't know what's really happening. The big thing is that she's been here for twenty years and that she opened this tavern. So this tavern wasn't here more than twenty years ago. Does she know what it was before? So you can ask her. She's actually going to think about it because it was." 20 years ago. Okay, and that one, she has no idea. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just work here, man. <laughs> um, okay. Does the town keep, like, a record of missing people or anything like that? Yeah, they, they would have, they have very strong records here, so as long as it was a resident of the town, they would definitely have a record of missing people. Okay, and I know, like, roughly the address of this building? Yeah. Okay, so if I wanted to research, would I go to, like, town hall? Uh, yeah, you could go to one of the ministry buildings. I would like to do that at some point, but it doesn't have to be right now. Definitely can do. I have a chaotic idea. <laughs> what if we start smashing the place and piss off the ghost so they'll come out? Well, the lady that hired us to find the ghost is also the person that owns the bar, so if we smash it up, she's probably not going to give us our fancy paperwork. You know what? Here's the thing. Eustace hears this. And uh, runs with it a little bit. Ooh, I hate ghosts. I really don't like them. It's true. Ghosts drool. Mortals rule. <laughs> Give me a intimidation check, Eustace. Okay. <laughs> uh, one. No. Okay. Oh, wow. 19. So as you say, ghosts drool, humans rule, um, some <laughs> ectoplasmic drool falls out of the sky onto your head. I get real, like, I'm, like, running around, like, Ugh, get him off me! <laughs> I'm just laughing. Yeah. Okay. I, I tried the same thing last week, <laughs> and it did not, it also did not work out. <laughs> <laughs> the ghost trapped me in my own net. Wasted by Robotard. So, yo, undead, I'm also undead, come on! Undead man, undead man. What's going on? And that like annoying, prim, proper, annoying girl voice that <laughs> I'm not going to even attempt to try. Give me an intimidation check. Yeah. Okay. That's good enough, though. So no one else notices this or has any inclination or whatever, but I'm going to say it out loud. But only uh, Hollybrook gets this. In your brain, in your mental image space, you see a blue flame. And it's just the thought of a blue flame. And this blue flame does not have any significance that has been explained to you. However, you have been seeing it in like your dreams for the past couple of days since you've been resurrected. So I've seen this blue flame more often since I've been brought back from the dead. You've only ever seen it since you've been brought back from the dead. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm but you've only seen it in like your dreams. This is the first time you've seen it in like a waking space. And it's not like you're seeing it in this three dimensional space. It's only in your head, but it's like a very strong image in your head. Like, oh, do I recognize it from anywhere else? Like, do I can, can I place it to something in my past or is it just this is something like new? I will give you a history check to see if you've ever learned about it in school. <laughs> uh oh. 
Nothing that you remember. Nothing that piqued your interest while you were alive. That is true to the student experience. (laughs) Can I try something? Sure. Okay, can I ask the bartender for any two utensils? Doesn't matter. Two forks, two knives, whatever. Doesn't Oh, not another street magician. (laughs) She she gives you two uh, spoons. All right, hey, ghost. I'm going to set these on the counter. You move the one on the right, you're answering my question with a yes. You move the one on the left, you're answering my question with a no. Does that make sense? The one on the right tilts as such that the handle lifts and then goes back out. No, that doesn't make sense? You said yes was on the right. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. Okay, cool. All right. Um... It's a dyslexic ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Is it my Are left you... or your left? Stage <laughs> <laughs> left. Are you back here? The left one goes. Okay. Uh, that was a no. Okay. What's a uh, no? Confused. Which one's yes? Which one's no? <laughs> okay. So right is yes. Left is no. Okay. Yes. Right. Left. Okay. So no. Okay. Um, is so what your if body... the ghost can only tell lies? <laughs> <laughs> is your body nearby? There's a pregnant pause, and then no. No, okay. Is there something you want from us? There's an even longer pause. And then <laughs> at first, the the no one wiggles a bit, and then the yes goes on. Okay. Um, were you murdered? The no. No pause, just no. Ooh. Did you die of natural causes? Yes. Hmm. Um, did you used to own this building? No. Did you used to own any building nearby? Yes. Did you own the building hmm. next door? Yes. Are you mad because they're uh, changing things? No. No. Okay. Is there a reason you're fucking with everyone in this bar? (laughs) So she does. There's no yes, no answer. There is a pause, but eventually goes to yes. Okay. Is is there something we can do to make you stop? Uh, there's no answer. Are you still here? Yes. Okay. Sounds like we need to do some sort of a. What did they do to you? Exorcism. Yes, exorcism. <laughs> Who do we have that can do that? When you suggest an exorcism, the no spoon flies across the room. Okay, so you obviously don't want us to do an exorcism, which tells me that that's probably what we should do. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the deal. I'll make you a deal. If you stop fucking with everyone in this bar and let the business continue as normal, I won't find someone and pay them to send you to wherever the fuck you're supposed to be. The yes wiggles. All right, excellent. Pleasure doing business with you. Can I have a beer? (laughs) (laughs) The bartender, very much in awe, just hands you a beer. Wow, well done. I think we should hang out for a couple days and make sure that Ghosty doesn't start fucking with stuff again. (laughs) However, but now you know if she does, they do. Just get an exorcist. You'll be fine. (laughs) At this point, I guess the bartender, Gwen, kind of seems concerned. She's like, so the ghost is just going to be here but not do things? I hate to point this out to you, but there are dead things and ghosts around you all the time and you don't notice 90% of them. I take offense to that. You <laughs> fuck up. <laughs> um, I, I'd like to try to uh, persuade the lady by telling her, it's like, well, if you think of the spirits as maybe perhaps undesirable neighbors, sometimes you can't control what they do. You can only control how you react to them. First, please, both of you give me persuasions. Well, 
Eustace was not very persuasive. So <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want to be that person, but shouldn't we at least figure out why this ghost is causing trouble? We really need to if it promises not to do anything. <laughs> I am very less persuasive. <laughs> There's ghosts all around. She kind of just like goes pale and just like... <laughs> I am all for leaving people alone and taking the lazy way out, but... Live and let die. It's fine. So... The problem was that the ghost was fucking with your customers. The ghost has now promised to stop fucking with your customers because it doesn't want to be exercised. Problem solved, as far as I can tell. The ghost has been here the entire time. It just didn't start fucking with shit until they started messing shit up next door. All right, with with that, give me one more persuasion check with advantage. Uh, dirty 20. Okay. She's like, you know what? I guess that's the best I can ask for. You got it to stop, and as long as it doesn't come back, I consider this taken care of. And if it does come back, you know what to do. Call a priest. Yeah, I guess. She doesn't seem happy, but she accepts it. <laughs> My business card, I slide across the counter. Let me know if it gives you any more trouble. She takes your card, uh, and she also asks you for your license. And I give her that. Okay. Everybody else gives her the license, too? Sure. Oh, do we all have our own individual ones and not a group one? Correct. Yeah. E- each of you have an individual license. Um, I really feel like I should be the only person getting a stamp at this point. <laughs> hey, we persuaded, and Eustace asks, is there someplace I can wash up after this ectoplasm while you're signing that? <laughs> She stamps it, and once again, it goes up by one, so your total is now two. Only nine on. <laughs> so the group will hear this, but Holly wants to go to the bathroom. Okay. But then she wants to play the same game with the ghost, since there's that blue faint flame going on thing that she wants to try to start figuring out, but not going to tell the group. Okay, cool. So you go by yourself into the bathroom, so you're alone. Yep. You have a similar setup where you're like, okay, hit this or hit that for yes or no. So she asks, do you need us to help you? Uh, there's a pause and then it, it, a very light tap on the no. Okay. Do you know anything about a blue flame? Yes. If I give you a pen and paper, would you be able to write something? Oh, wait, you're not here. Yeah, oh, I went off to that bathroom. Hollybrook is alone in the moment. Can you help me locate information on this blue flame? They both kind of shake at the same time. Okay. Yes, yes and no thing's really hard. Do I even have a pen? Do I have a pen on me? Uh, you check your check your inventory. I don't think you do, but... I don't think I do either. Okay, and she just confirms. She goes, okay, are you sure you don't need us for anything? It's a bit of a pause, and then the yes shakes a bit, and then stops, and then the no goes. It seems unsure. But ultimately, the answer is no. Okay. Then she goes, thanks, and kind of does her business and walks out. <laughs> As you walk out, you see everybody in the main room. You- okay, guys. I had to go to the bathroom. But do you do that when you're dead? Oh, that's a good question. You are undead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I am undead. <clears throat> Still. I don't know. Just, well, <clears throat> I guess I just did, or at least I went to the bathroom for some reason. Would any of us know the undead wouldn't go to the bathroom? If you want to give me an arcana check. I don't. I don't curiosity do the undead i mean so out, out of game and without you guys knowing in game uh there are different levels of 
undead and different types of undead. So certain ones are more lifelike than others. Oftentimes, more often than not, is if they do go to the bathroom, it's more out of habit than it is of necessity. In the rare occasion, there are undead constructs that need to uh, eat and sleep and pee, and you are one of them. Oh, so <laughs> she eats too. I was going to say, that's my mind. So and I'm guessing then she breathes. <laughs> Mo- uh, yes. Oh, that's a That's an important question, according to the RPG, lit RPGs we listen to. No, <laughs> very much. <laughs> Actually, I, ta- I take all of that back. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have no need to sleep, eat, drink, or breathe. You can do these things, but it is not of a medical necessity. It is just out of having done so your entire life. It was more in regards to other things, not specifically undead. But, yeah. All right, you guys are all back together. You're in the tavern. The ghost has promised to stop. Huzzah! Where to next? Find another board. Perhaps we could have dinner first. I don't know, man. We seem to be on a fucking roll. <laughs> I say, we are in a tavern. Can we at least get a drink? Or, or perhaps a meal for those of us that uh, don't usually imbibe. <laughs> it might be a good idea to hang out and make sure the ghost doesn't, uh, you know. There is a uh, a drink menu and a meal a meal menu if you would like. Yeah, let's feed him so he stops complaining. Okay. I just sent you the drink and meal listing. Different drinks, different foods you can have. Whatever you would like, it ultimately comes out the same way. If you would like, if you would like a meal, uh, it's one silver, and if you would like a drink, it's uh, two silver. I'll take a meal, please. I'm still drinking my free beer. I'll Did order you? a meal. Okay. Uh, and what meals would you like? What are the options? So there's a thistle down stew, minotaur's platter, uh, elven salad, dragonfire wings, halfling's delight, and the adventurer's feast. Why do you just have this ready, Ethico? I mean, I'm impressed. Because I am a DM. <laughs> I'm very impressed. I also had like a lot planned for that ghost that we just ignored. <laughs> <laughs> I had a feeling. <laughs> I tried to salvage it, but I ran out of steam. I sense some some disappointment there. Hey, it worked. You you technically solved the the, the issue, <laughs> so I can't fault. You I for still that. think turning the monster into a fish. Is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have that. Can we turn the ghost into a fish. <laughs> Does anyone have I a really, morph? <laughs> I really do enjoy the fact that. Friendship is magic in this case. <laughs> we just reasoned with the ghost and lightly threatened it. <laughs> and that, that worked. Um, yeah, uh, what will you have? The Neil? halfling's delight. The halfling's delight. Um, Everybody loves a hand. Make that two, please. I will ha- like the halfling's delight, too. Hey. Considering, you know, I am one. <laughs> Three halflings delight coming right up. Anything for the uh, scaly people? Minotaur's platter. <laughs> uh, a Minotaur's platter, and what was that? Thistledown stew. Thistledown stew. Okay, a stew, a platter, and three halflings' delights. Uh, and she goes to get that ready. At this point, it's late afternoon turning into early evening, so the bar is filling up a little bit more than it was earlier. There's a fair amount of people around, and eventually, as you guys sit down, you have a short chance to talk amongst each other, make any plans you might have, or just discuss what has happened so far. Well, I think that went swimmingly. <laughs> I still don't know why you guys didn't put me in charge of this group. <laughs> She's an alpha. A mean girl. The undead um, 
Barbie. Undead Undead Barbie, yes. <laughs> I know that we were kind of thrown together, given our circumstances. Um, mm. But let's open open some clear communication here. I think we all did pretty well so far. How are we settling in? Our goal was to learn how we work together and experience some actual minor quests. Would Does anybody have some feedback? I has just lets out a loud belch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like eating Halfling's Delight, drinking a beer. <laughs> but uh, would anyone anyone else have some feedback? Well, we spent what was that two days and a half, or is it two two days? One day. Like day. One day. Oh, two two and a half sessions, but in one day, doing two very easy quests. So, no no wonder we all failed last <laughs> quest. So this this group is put together. Um, well, <laughs> it makes sense that we are here. Is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> well, I'm not supposed to be here. There's got to be a mistake. Not even supposed to be here today. <laughs> sure. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you not undead? <laughs> I can arrange it. <laughs> I want to ask everybody's motivation to get this certificate. I think that this is a good way to break the ice, and get to know each other. Okay. Oh, I'll I'll start. So, like, everybody in my family are super successful and fierce warriors, and I am the loser in the family. So, I just hope this my, all my entire family died in a recent war. So, I'm just taking this test because I don't know what else to do to make me feel better about myself. Oh, that's that's startlingly vulnerable. Oh, I'll return that. Uh, I had a uh, I was a, I was an orphan and. Uh... The, the church adopted me, uh, and uh, I was sent here as part of my education from them. However, our our fathers and father figures, in my in, in my case, uh, they they wish for they wish for us to follow in their footsteps, whether we want to or not. <laughs> my parents sent me here as well. I ditched my parents. <laughs> my dad's a dick. I decided to do it to prove I could, but now it's mostly because I want the paperwork to make it legal for me to hunt down the bastards that left me in a labyrinth. <laughs> hey, damn! Yeah, because I has rolled high on charisma, he's gonna let his guard down briefly and uh, looks looks over at Carbon Fang and very very tersely is like, "Yeah, yeah, I get where you're coming from. It's a bitch being in a family of elites." Gotta make our own path. And then he orders a goblin grog. <laughs> Talking's rough. <laughs> okay. With the grog, you get this nice spiced drink in a wooden mug. And all the food's already out, so you have your miniature pies and your roasted meat with gravy and your veggie and meat stew. You all have a good amount of time. Um, now, none of you... Wait, did any of you cast spells? No. no. But with the, with the dragon breath... It's a once per short rest kind of thing. So with this, this counts as your short rest, so you'll get that back. Okay. I think you did detect magic or something, right? Yeah, yeah. somebody did. What was it, they? It wasn't me. Who was it? Who cast detect magic? There we go. I did. We... I did... Okay. Yeah, because um... we learned about the magic light bulbs. Which I desperately wanted to investigate for three to four sessions, but, you know, I, I think it was... C- Cassandra spe- uh, cast Detect Magic last session. Oh, yep, that was me. 
Now, I did use Cat Eyes of the Grave. That's how I just that's how I discovered the dead person. Yes, so you can get one charge of that back. So the food is very good. It's recharging. Also, having confided in each other a little bit, you have uh, that rejuvenating effect. Uh, at this point, it's getting late. You could either get a cot here or go elsewhere in town and try to find either a hotel or an inn, or you could just stay up all night. You, you guys did technically start the day a little late, so it's really up to you what you would like to do. I mean, we're already here. Yeah, do we know if there are any events or... Um going on in town tonight uh nothing but where do we people go at night usually people go to bars there's definitely no like special events there's no festivals or anything like that today's just a regular night Ugh, i'm getting tired <laughs> all right we can call it a night then all right uh, well for your night though do you stay at the uh the tavern in the cot or do you go elsewhere what are the options what uh what are there around here uh well you've got an entire town uh, you could go to any number of inns or hotels, depending on how much money you want to spend. Or you have the option of even doing something like, oh, if let, let's go elsewhere. You could technically sleep in like a carriage or something while you travel. That's technically an option. <laughs> oh, man. Or you could just go tenting out into the forest or sleep in an alley. Those are also <laughs> viable options. <laughs> you can't sleep here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, Morrowind. This is a different city than the one that our academy is in, or is this the same city? You're in the same city. You left the walls just to go outside to a farm, and then came back inside the walls to go back to the tavern. Okay. Uh, I'd like to talk to the uh, tavern owner and ask her what goes on around these parts and see if she has any recommendations. And also see if I can strike a discount on staying here tonight, or we get out without any charge since... We did make peace with everything. Plus, <laughs> overnight will help uh, yeah. make sure the ghost doesn't start out. I'll frame it like, we're going to stay here just to make sure the ghost doesn't try any funny business. That's uh, fair. Give me a persuasion check with advantage. Okay. With a 15. Uh, she does mention, she says, well, most people, they'll stay in a lodge or an inn. If you want to spend a little bit more money, there's the retreat. Um, you could, of course, stay here, and normally I don't rent out cots. It's usually people who are here who are too drunk to leave. I'll <laughs> pull out a cot. Um, but because you are, I, I, I hesitate to call you a friend, but at least a, a good acquaintance of mine, and you have done me a service, I'll allow you to stay here free of charge. But again, there's uh, several different inns and lodges. If you want to go to any one of those to get like maybe a better night's sleep, you could do that as well. Oh, I'm, I'm sure the sleep here is, is more than acceptable, but uh, thank you. There are, there are no local um, events or arts or perhaps... Uh, very conservative religious plays going on. I'm standing behind him, rolling my eyes and real. <laughs> uh, she says, uh, no, not that I know of. Seems to just be a regular Tuesday afternoon or evening. Uh, so nothing special. No holidays are going on. Uh, if there is something, I just don't know about it. Fair, fair. Well, I think I report that back to the, the gang. Say, so I guess we're just crashing here unless anybody else wants to explore the city. I'm good with staying here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you guys rest. Um, at this point, you get the effects of a long rest, um, although I don't think that really matters for anybody right now. And again, when uh, Hollybrook sleeps, she sees that blue flame. And again, she's the only one that knows about it right now. But everybody wakes up refreshed 
and you are awake in the morning. Is does anyone need anything specific for their character when in the morning, or is it just whatever? Are we thinking like spell components and things like that, or we're anything? Oh, okay. Um, I. Anybody else need anything? I'm good. I don't think so. Am I still wearing the clothes that I know what I? You aren't wearing your death clothes, but you're technically still wearing the clothes you were wearing yesterday because you have not changed. Well, I need to go change and find new clothes. <laughs> uh, there's definitely uh, stores you could go to or uh, if you think you might be able to get it elsewhere you could do that in the morning Gwen gives you all bowls of basic porridge uh, she says I don't normally serve breakfast but since you guys are here it's porridge there's nothing nothing to write home about <laughs> hey it's free I mean that's, that's fine porridge <laughs> um Okay, so you guys have done two F-level quests. I know someone wants to go shopping. If you want to look at the boards, you could do that. If you want to just wander around town, you could do that. It's really up to you what you want. You know, the world is your oyster. I'd like to get a jump start on the boards. <laughs> See who else we can help. You're actually quite close to the town center where that board was. You're like less than a block away, so you could easily get there. You could go to any shop. You could go any place you want. In reality, she wants to go shopping, but... She'll find out that things are more expensive than she's willing to do. <laughs> it, won't end, it won't end well. In reality, it won't be productive. Well, I mean, what kind of clothing are you looking for? I have no clue. She just does not want to be in... <laughs> she wants to live the old lifestyle that she once had. That's fair. That's fair. Well, I, I mean, you can definitely get, like, fine clothing. It's, you know, it costs money, but you have money in your pockets. You have you have 150 gold. So, in, is like is that a lot of money? Is that a little money in this economy? I guess economy is that a thing? It, it's <laughs> it, it's not a lot of money. Um, it's more than most people have on their pocket at any point in time. But it's also not like oh, I'm super rich. Um, okay. You, I could, I'll, I'll tell you out of game. You could buy ten outfits and then you'd be broke. <laughs> <laughs> is there a bank nearby? Uh, yes, there is a bank in town that's not far from here. Okay, I would like to go check my account. Sure. So we've got someone who wants to go to a store, someone who wants to go to the board, someone who wants to go to a bank. Anybody else? I want to go to the board. I just want to get this sure. re-exam over with. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that leaves us with Ihaz and uh, Myrtle. Anything that you want, or do you want to go to the board, or shopping, or the bank? Hey, Ihaz, what kind of supplies do you think we might need? I mean, it probably depends on what we do next. If we stay in the city, we could probably find anything we need as we head out. But if we leave the city, we'd want to make sure we have rations. Yes. I guess maybe this is an out of... I don't know if this is in character or out of character. The other quest about reclaiming the lost heirloom. Mm -hmm. Is that mm -hmm. in town? Outside. It was an F quest. You didn't look into it, but yeah, it's an F level quest, so it would be within this town or right on the outskirts. All right. Just curious if anybody wanted to do another F1 or graduate to a D. Everybody D. D, D, D. D's get diplomas. <laughs> Calm down, George Bush. <laughs> oh, it went down. When I was in college, it was C's get degrees. <laughs> C's get degrees, D's get diplomas. Hey, that works. 
I think I think I has is good on equipment. I, I went with the like adventuring pack, mm -hmm. so he doesn't really need to get supplies, and he doesn't really care about the board. I think he just kind of wants to to wander and look for any games of chance on the street to entertain himself. Oh, any salacious rumors that might be about? Sure. You're kind of wandering about. Yeah. Uh, and what about Myrtle? I'm gonna go see what kind of supplies are around in case if we need anything. So you're gonna check out for. Uh, a different store than Hollybrook. Okay, cool. So, uh, I guess the only thing that I would ask is, are you guys splitting up at this point, going in your individual directions, or are you all going together and then stopping at these different points? I think we should split up and meet back here. Or actually, maybe we should yeah. meet back at the job board. Yes. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Yeah, that'll work. We'll do, we'll do our separate things, and if anything comes up, we can bring it up at the job board. So be it. So, Hollybrook, yep. um, you go... You're going to go to a store that sells clothing. You go to a clothing store called Elegance Envisioned. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's within the upscale district. Well, they didn't envision Hollybrook. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, you know, sophistication and style. Uh, <laughs> the exterior of the building itself, very opulent with grandiose windows with intricate gold filigree, red velvet drapes. It's very, very fancy, but... It's something that your family is used to. Upon entry, you are greeted by a, a grand foyer with a marble floors. Once you get into the store, it's actually divided into section, each dedicated to a different fashion style. Uh, you can do classic, you can do avant-garde. What, 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 what does Hollybrook feel like her style would be? This is getting tough. <laughs> um, do what? Posh. <laughs> I don't know. Um... These are your three main sections that you see. You see royal classics, modern couture, and ethereal elegance. Yes, <laughs> you can get any of these outfits. Of course, it's completely up to you. However, uh, which types you would like and how many you'd like to buy? Probably the modern couture. So you've got experimental designs and bold patterns, but it's still you know established fashion. Mm -hmm. okay. How many outfits would you like to get? Oh, you can afford up to 10, but you should probably not spend all of your money on clothing. But again, that's up to you. See, this is tough. This is where, like, I'm overthinking things. How about this? Put it to chance. Give me a, a D10. I'm going to say, let's. I'm all in favor of chance here. Okay. Oh, okay. You have decided to be modest for once. <laughs> uh, you find one perfectly uh, adequate outfit that you would like to buy and as you actually pull it off the rack a, a woman walks up behind you and says oh that looks lovely oh thank you yes would uh did you find what you're looking for could i help you find anything else no i think Juan will do me today thank you you're very welcome and is this for a special occasion or what brings you in today just needing a new outfit oh of course of course pick now yes uh, oh, pick me up <laughs> um <laughs> now of course i'm i can help bring you up and also i would like to tell you of our services we do do tailoring uh and we also do fashion consultation <laughs> what i would like from you as she finally looks at you like in the eyes give me a deception check oh okay cool. hey. you are still made up enough that you look presentable and not like a walking corpse and she does not <laughs> find this an issue so she's more than happy to ring you up. She says it's 15 gold for the outfit. And if you would like any of our services, I'd be more than happy to help. Not today, but thank you. I'll keep that in mind. Of course. 
My name is Arabella, and please come see me anytime if you need anything else as far as fashion. Okay? Okay. Do you like? Do you have a business card? Of course. And she hands you a very nicely pressed and detailed business card with little gold foil in the lettering, and it's got her name, Arabella Davenridge. Ooh, Ooh. I like the name. <laughs> Uh, and I, I thank you for stopping by, and please come again. Oh, thank you. Also, would you like to use our dressing room to change your clothes now, or do you want to take it home for later? Well, I'm going to take it home for later. I don't know what the gang's getting up to this evening yet. Understandable. Uh, and she even puts it in a small bag. Oh, thank you. Very welcome. All right. As you leave, someone was going to the bank, correct? Mm-hmm. You said it was 15 gold? 15 gold, yep. One five. Okay. Um, and then in your inventory, add clothes, comma, fine. And that's your... Clothes, comma, fine. All right. So as our Cassandra goes to the bank, do you go to the main bank, like the, the bank of Elorium? Yes. Okay. Uh, you show up at the Elorium Royal Bank. It's a very opulent bank, but it's also one of the oldest banks here. The Elorium Royalty no longer exists, but the bank still does. And you definitely have your account. You can show up at the bank and you give you know, your ID or whatever to check on your account, correct? Yes. Okay. So she, the teller woman, goes into her book to find your account. She says, oh, uh, it appears that your account has been frozen. Uh, why? Uh, I'm not sure. I could try to uh, reach someone to ask further details. Uh, I do see that you have appropriate uh, identification and there's no uh, anti-magic detection happening right now. So there's no deceit that has been found. So I do believe that this is you, but... Unfortunately, I cannot serve you as your account has been frozen. Cool. Can you ask someone to find out why it's been frozen? Of course. Um, also, just just before I do, ha- have you recently died or have you uh, been... It was missing for six months. Oh, I see. Okay. Well, that might be a part of it, but let me go and check uh, in the back. This woman leaves for a little while. As she comes back, she comes back with another man. This is a Goliath man. He's like seven feet tall and huge. And he looks down and he says, ah, hello. Uh, are you Cassandra? Yes. Uh, I see. Yes. Uh, unfortunately, your account has been frozen as you were presumed missing. However, we have consulted with the Academy to confirm that, y- yes, you have returned. Uh, we do just require a few additional pieces of personal identification just to make sure that this is yours and then we will open up count Uh, all i would need is just he basically lifts off documentation that you can easily conjure up uh and then the other thing that she uh he asks for is a personal sample he wants basically to check your your eye it's like an eye scan absolutely okay um the scan goes uh, the light turns green and sh- uh, he says, okay, well, congratulations and welcome back. We're glad to have you. Uh, your account is open and accessible uh, as of immediately. Can I just have my balance? Sure. He's going to uh, open up the book. You have a balance of 6,300 gold. Excellent. Um, I'm going to withdraw 100 gold. Of course. They, they put uh, five stacks of 20 gold and pushes it towards you. 
Lovely. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. You're very welcome. Come back anytime. And I do apologize for the momentary issue, but I'm glad that we were able to help you today. Thank you so much. Okay. As you leave, um, we're going to go to Myrtle. Uh, Myrtle, you wanted to get uh, basic supplies, correct? Yeah, I just wanted to see if they had anything on hand that might come in handy and be very useful during our travels. Okay. Uh, you find a uh, a typical general store, and as you go in, you see floor-to-ceiling shelves with every item under the sun that you could think of. You see a whole wall with different types of ropes. You see all sorts of different types of tools. You see different kits of, of things. You do see um, a, a portion where they're selling travel-type um, food, tents. Uh, the, the, basically, anything you could think of is here. Okay. I want to see if they have, like, any healing potions. Uh, yes, there is a shelf that contains healing potions. They are the very base level healing potions, however. Uh, if you want a more high level, you would normally go to, like, an apothecary. I know. Just some base levels, fine. Sure. So you can definitely, you see that on a shelf. There's, like, a whole bunch you can take as many as you would like. How about five? Uh, sure. You can, like, there is physically five. So you look at, you, you pull down one and you look at the bottle and on the bottom of the bottle is a little tag that says 50 gold. Oh, I'll just take one. Okay. So you take one potion of healing. You have that in your hands. Uh, anything else you would like? No, I'm probably good with that. Um, a very easy transaction, no issues. Uh, so 50 gold, uh, pulls out from yours and you can add the potion of healing. All right. So at this point, the three of you who had gone elsewhere, do you go to the bulletin board or do you go anywhere else? I mean, the bulletin board is where we got the quest last time, right? Yes. And that's where the others were going to originally. Right. Let's let's go there then. Okay. So the only other person that I'm going to pull in is Ihaz. Ihaz, could you give me either an investigation check to look into just people around you or just a basic uh, charisma check? Okay. Not great. <laughs> so uh, you look around. Uh, it's it's early morning, so there's not a lot of just loitering going around. So there's, not, there's no games of chance. There's no people telling the innermost secrets. So you, you get a little bored and you're like, all right, fuck it. I'll just go back to the board. <laughs> yeah. Sounds right. <laughs> As the others start walking back, those who went directly to the board, which I believe was just Eustace and Carbon Fang, correct? I think so. Yeah. So Eustace and Carbon Fang, you're the first ones there. You see the same documents that were there yesterday, as well as just a couple of extra ones added in either last night or this morning. Ooh. What are the extra ones? So from yesterday, there was the the one F-level quest, as well as a couple of D-level quests, C-level quests, and um, an A-level quest. And then today, they added two more F-quests and two more D-quests. Interesting. Um, I guess I'll start looking at the D-quests. Mm -hmm. Sure. Uh, would you like to look at today's or the older ones? Uh, I'll start with the older ones first. Sure. So there's three from yesterday. There's one called Family Feud, there's one called Guardian of the Woods, and there's one called Forgotten Ruins. Ooh. Mm. I guess uh, I'd like to read them all if that isn't too much work for you. Nope, not at all. Okay. Family Feud. Two rival merchant families are on the brink of a feud that threatens the peace of a small town. 
mediate between the clashing factions, unravel the source of their discord, and negotiate peaceful resolution before tensions escalate. Aww. Number two, Guardian of the Woods. An ancient guardian spirit is nearby in a forest and has been disturbed by unknown forces, causing natural imbalances. Discover the cause behind the spirit's agitation and restore harmony to the woods to prevent a catastrophe. Ghosts? Okay. I quickly move on to the third. <laughs> Number three, <laughs> Forgotten Ruins. Explore ancient ruins on the outskirts of the city to uncover lost artifacts of historical significance. Navigate through traps, decipher cryptic inscriptions, and retrieve relics while preserving the site's sanctity. Ooh. As, Ooh. as a dragon playing Dungeons & Dragons, I'm very partial to dungeons. <laughs> I, you know, I love ruins. Out of character. <laughs> I'm a ruin junkie. <laughs> Interesting. I, I, I know that I has has no interest in resolving the feuds of the wealthy. <laughs> <laughs> what was the second one again? Guardian spirit? The guardians of the yeah, the guardian spirit of the forest. Okay, something's okay. disturbing the forest. Hmm. Okay, interesting. Okay, and then I guess what are the new ones? Uh, there's two. There's the forgotten library and the enchanted masquerade. The Forgotten Library. A wealthy scholar has passed away, leaving behind an extensive library rumored to hold secret knowledge. The quest involves navigating through a maze of puzzles, riddles, and forgotten lore within the library to uncover hidden manuscripts and ancient tomes sought after by various factions. And then <laughs> number, number two, The Enchanted Masquerade. An invitation arrives uh, for an exclusive masquerade ball held by a mysterious host. Basically, and so the the weird thing is, normally these are like very formal, and then on this one, un, like there's a very short description, and then in handwritten, uh, like not like everything's technically handwritten, but in like a different person's handwriting, you just see, don't trust it, and then that's it. <laughs> I don't trust it though. Uh, uh huh. Yeah, mysterious person hosting a big party where everyone wears a mask yes. yeah that that's that's always reliable that's a, that sounds on the up and up <laughs> yeah let's uh let's keep our eyes wide shut i mean open for opportunities <laughs> uh and just as a reminder there are c-level quests as well as one a-level quest let's hear the c-levels sure there are two c-level quests the first one menace from the deep a coastal town faces a perilous threat from sea creatures encroaching on its shores. Investigate the source of the marine intrusion, confront the aquatic menace, and safeguard the town from impending danger. And then number two, the Emissary's Request. The Council of Chosen seeks adventurers to embark on a diplomatic mission to a neighboring realm. Act as envoys, navigate diplomatic intricacies, and negotiate alliances and, tr and or treaties crucial to Elorium's interests. Yeah, I don't think we're ready for that one. Seems to be punching above our weight class. I mean, I'd love for us to just go do that and fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, we're your your uh, your we're your diplomacy experts. It's an internship, really. <laughs> we don't have our degrees yet. <laughs> we're doing a second senior year. The Lockheed Martin School of Diplomacy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the makeup wears off halfway through and. Like, oh, someone has died. <laughs> so the only thing I worry about with the water one is, do we have anyone that, you know, can handle water? Does the dead one have to breathe? No, technically she does not have to eat, drink, or... Oh, breathe. I thought you said she did. At first I said yes, but then I'm like, nope, I undo that. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's why I said I was confused. I'm like, wait a minute, what's happening? 
Yeah. So you you do not need to, but you can choose to do so. It doesn't hurt you to eat, drink, sleep. Okay. Interesting. I could have fun with that. <laughs> Is there any like habits that she feels the need to do every now and again? I mean, that's up to you. Yeah. Okay. Would she have had a purse pooch? What? Like a dog in a purse? <laughs> I don't know. I think she was more of a just uh, an active on her own kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, God. Are you are you picturing her carrying around a little skeleton dog? Yeah. Okay. Uh, what was the library one? I'm sorry, I missed it. That one has a lot of traps. I'm not really interested in it. Thing is, I just oh, yeah. a fucking labyrinth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like finding finding lore and archives in a oh. elaborate riddle trap filled okay. area. A wealthy scholar has passed away, leaving behind an extensive library rumored to hold secret knowledge, as well as puzzles, riddles, and lore. I see. Well, you guys up for a masquerade? <laughs> Ooh! But I, I guess he goes, well, I think we all believe in second chances. Someone could be trusted once, you know. But what would I wear? And <laughs> <laughs> we go shopping! Hmm? Yeah. I, I, I want to do the Guardian of the Forest, honestly. What? It was one of the other ones. Oh. Wait, you weren't here for that one, were you? Yeah. The board. Okay. So when you mention that, you say the Guardian of the Woods, and you, you look over, where the page was is now gone. Uh-oh. So does that mean somebody's mm -hmm. claimed that one? You have no idea. It's just not there anymore. Do we all notice that, or just do they notice? Who notices well, it? I mean, someone someone noticed because they're like, oh, what about that one quest? And then they look over, and it's just physically gone. Ooh. G-g-g-ghosts? <laughs> God damn it, I will exercise every last one of you. <laughs> <laughs> the ghost quest was the ghost all alone. Seriously dressed woman screaming at ghosts in the middle of the <laughs> I'm still picking the ectoplasm out of my hair. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so we get to go to a dance? I get to go shopping again. I don't want to go to a ball. <laughs> oh, I hate red. You should be our bait. <laughs> That's true. Damn it. Fine. Find me a dress shop, for fuck's sake. <laughs> but it says don't trust on it. That means it's got to be interesting. I don't like interesting. So is that the quest you guys are going to go with? Apparently. I've been outvoted. And now I'm being used as bait. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, zombie woman's bait. I think we're both bait because I'm wealthy and she's pretty. Oh, yeah, wow. she just got a fancy new dress. When you're combined, she was pretty. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So just to confirm, this is the one that you're you're taking off, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Who chose it? Like who took it off? I will. Go oh. ahead. <laughs> okay. As Myrtle pulls it off. Uh, she has to really reach up high, but as she pulls it off, I pick her up to pull it down. <laughs> yes, Cassandra picks up Myrtle, who then grabs. Thank you. <laughs> um, and as Cassandra puts down Myrtle, both Cassandra and Myrtle hear a, a throat being cleared. <clears throat> yes. If you turn around, you see an older woman, and this is you know what? Everybody, give me a history check. Well, what history? Eustace and Hollybrook <laughs> and Carbon Fang have never seen this person before. Cassandra and Myrtle, you're like, why does this person look familiar? And ironically, it's the two people who took the quest. 
So you definitely have seen this person, but you don't remember why. I'll give it to uh, give it to Myrtle. You you saw her yesterday. This is one of the three ministry that you saw with the head of the Adventuring Academy. Mm-hmm. You never asked her name, but she's shown up. She's now by herself. This is a shorter woman, and she she's elderly. And she said, "Oh, are you are you interested in the masquerade?" I don't know yes. that I was interested, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Eustace knows her job, right? Or is that he just didn't recognize her? So I like, I don't know. Anyone who was 10 or less, you weren't even paying attention to the faces of those people. You're just like, okay. (laughs) Hello, hello, random lady I've never met before. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So she says, yes, well, the Enchanted Masquerade is a prestigious event. Now, if you would like to join the Ethereal Spectacle... Uh, just know that it's it encapsulates the mystique and allure of otherworldly celebration. Now, it will be within the halls of Astoria Prime's most opulent ballroom. Because of this, the soiree draws guests from far and wide. So you might see people from outside of our nation. So, of course, you would be asked to be on your best behavior, as you will be representing not only the Academy and adventurers like yourself, but the nation as a whole. However, please... Immerse yourselves in an evening of enchantment and revelry. As you come in, as you join us, you will be wearing masks, and we will provide these masks for you. They are crafted by the most skilled artisans. Now, you can choose a persona of your choosing or be assigned one at random. Do I have to pick my mask now, or do we do it when we get there? Oh, you! if you have a request, please give it to me, and I'll make sure that the, the mask is available. Otherwise, you can definitely choose once you're there. Thank you. Of course. And looking now at like the wide array of you, she says, there will be entertainment, there will be exotic dancers, illusionists, wandering minstrels, all sorts of culinary delights and refreshments. Uh, and you will be able to interact with people with uh, all, from all around the world. So you can see their attire and their palettes and all, all that. Now, uh, the reason... Yes. <laughs> yes, the, the reason we need... Uh, adventurers there is twofold. One, I will put this bluntly, we want to show you off. We want to show that you as adventurers are worth investing into. People, of course, pay to have quests done. And these types of events show that our institution is worth investing in, worth believing in, and continues forward. Now, the biggest point of this is not necessarily within our town. Our town knows how important adventuring is as well as most of our own nation our biggest draw for this is to get people from other nations to accept our adventuring industry into their own nations we have had in the past a lot of struggles with oh if someone goes into a crypt and gets all the treasure but then leaves the country and comes back to another country uh, there's an economic issue with that what we want is to open the doors to adventuring across all nations so this is mostly a diplomatic mission as well as showing off excuse me uh eustace diamond here and this is far be it for me to to ask and question your your wisdom here would you really want to show off remedial second senior year adventures? Surely there is someone more suited to this that would be uh, a little bit more glamorous and, and draw the prestige, especially when impressing foreign dignitaries. I'm going to 
elbow him? <laughs> I was going to say, she's like, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so is there... So if if is there no one else interested in this quest? I has just points at the zombie and I was like, "Hey, dead lady's very glamorous." I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> She's like, "Well, we just put this one up this morning." And and what's the uh, what's the grade for this one again? A D. Yes. Surely for something so glamorous, diamond uh, in it. Jesus, surely this would be a C grade at minimum. No, because it does only affect our vocal. Ah, uh, okay. But we're entertaining foreign dignitaries in our so, are we yeah but they, they live other places so it would be involving the <laughs> region i'll tell you this f levels almost never go above a three point scale d levels never go above a five point scale for c levels they can go much higher now a d level that becomes a c level as you have described of course would give you more points now we are offering this as itself but if you are able to get even further, you would, of course, be recognized by the Academy. We, Our whole point of this is to show your abilities and how this works. Ah, I see. Like, this would be minimum a C-. minus. <laughs> so I guess what I'm hearing is that if we do an excellent job and really show up the prestige and honor of our hallowed institution, there may be a little something extra in it. What I would say is that if a local quest were to become mm. wider reaching, then you would be compensated for such a wider reaching quest. Aha. I can't put it up as a wide reaching quest if there's a chance yes. that you wouldn't be. Yes, I understand. So who is it exactly you want us to spy on? <laughs> no, I don't want you to spy on anyone. I actually want you to... Well, okay, so the, the twofold, of course, is a protectionary thing. So if there were any ruffians that were to break in <laughs> or anyone from another country who might have... We all come from very famous families. Well, unfortunately, you will be wearing a mask, so no one would know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, basically a guard without the guard uniform, as well as a diplomat. It is a double duty, of course. Aha. Oh, so you lied on the paperwork. No, there's no lie. It literally says... Yeah, there's no info. It doesn't say be bodyguard and entertainment. Wait, and this is out of character. This is the one that said don't trust this, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Um, okay. Just out of character. Just pointing that out. It's like a trap, but I'm not really interested in doing this one. But uh, if everyone else insists, then fine, I guess. There's no pressure if you don't want to do this. There's plenty of other quests that you can take upon yourself. We'll do it. Yeah, we're already here. Let's do it. Okay. We committed. So the, the masquerade will be tomorrow night. And of course, you can do anything until then if you would like so. Uh, once again, the masks will be offered to you for free. But we do wish you to come in your best outfits representing the nation as well as our academy. Are there any specifics required according to our dress or costumes? Well, no, it should be just dress. Please wear something that would be considered a formal attire. Mm. Okay. okay. Sounds like it's another shopping trip. We will see you tomorrow evening. I will see all of you there. And she turns around to leave. I feel like this quest was made for us, guys. <laughs> Cassandra, no, uh, Myrtle, you're holding the paper, right? Yep. As you hold the paper, you look at it again because you were reading it, and they just remind, or I guess technically out of game use, this is 
player reminded you. But um, there was something written at the bottom. It was missing for a little while as you're speaking with this woman. And now that she's gone, it comes back uh, onto the page. Interesting. Ooh. That's the one I wanted to do originally. No, no, I'm saying the, the, the writing underneath that said don't trust it. Oh, okay. Oh, it disappeared and now it's back? Yeah, like the, the writing of it disappeared and then... It, like, you didn't notice it go away, but she noticed it come back, basically. Oh. Yes, I have to go dress shopping. Anybody else think this is going to go tits up? <laughs> yeah. Yes. I don't think the girl would say tits up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what would the drama queen say? I'm trying to so, give you a break here. Do you, don't you I think I might break it up. I'm really starting to think of the character as, like, kind of in a doctor girlfriend voice from the venture <laughs> like here's this like mean girl teenager and then she's just like ah fucking idiots <laughs> you know like... her esophagus is technically destroyed slightly <laughs> chain smoking uh, wrecked voice zombie all right i need to go dress shopping and well, I just happened to know a place. <laughs> Would you all go back up there to buy your clothing? Sure. Yeah. Sure. All right. You show up again. You see the same place that you saw earlier. The same person in the store actually sees Hollybrook return now accompanied by a group of people. And he says, oh, oh, welcome. Uh, welcome back. It's back so soon. I hope everything was okay. Oh, everything was great. These fine Ladies here need some dresses for the masquerade ball tomorrow. Oh. Do you have anything that will fit me? Of course. We have... But I don't want to look like a child. No, no. We can make you look beautiful, I promise you. Our tailoring services are next to top tier. Next to top tier? <laughs> next to top tier. <laughs> the penultimate tier. The penultimate tier. You don't want to be squished upon the ceiling. You want to be second to top. <laughs> what you're saying is you leave a little room to breathe. All these dresses. But just no, we can definitely make sure that you are looking the best possible way. And I'd like somewhere to put my daggers, please. Sure. We could either give you a small clutch purse, or we could sew in some pockets. It's up to you. Pockets, please. The same three styles are possible. You have the Royal Classic, which is probably most likely going to be the common outfit at this masquerade. You have Modern Couture and the Ethereal Elegance. I would like Modern Couture. Okay. Trendsetter. Yes. She pulls you off to the side and hands you off to another person who's going to take your measurements and basically tailor it right in front of you. Okay. And the others? Um, I'm going to go for a classic look, a tuxedo with a red bow. Perfect. I can definitely have that done. And you are quite tall, so you will also need some adjustments. And she pulls you over to another person to take your measurements. And then she looks over now at IHAS and says, are you also looking for some formal wear? Yeah. I guess, sure. Sure, uh, and she pulls out a classic, almost tuxedo style as well, offering it to you as a uh, design. Is this up to your liking? Yeah. Uh, here, please, take this and uh, go to our dressing room and try it on. Sure. She turns over to Cassandra. Uh, Cassandra, or she doesn't know your name. Uh, and what could I, <laughs> what can I offer you, please? A very fancy dress. Oh, well, we could... Go the classic route, or if you would like more delicate and flowing, we have a ethereal line. Would you be interested in that? Here's what I'm thinking. Copper, shiny, 
sheath silk. I can definitely get that. A shiny copper <laughs> silk. And she pulls out one from the ethereal line. It's got flowing silk with a little bit lace on the edges, but it's a beautiful copper color. She says, I think this would look beautiful on you. Uh, I would like to try it on. Of course. So I need shoes to match. Ah, yes. And something for my hair. Oh, uh, would you like a, a hat or a bow or a clip or what, what are you thinking? A cassock, maybe. Oh. So I, like um, to pull it up into a bun to have behind my mask. So it's a very sleek look. Oh, that would be quite interesting. Sure. I, I can definitely offer that. Uh, here, try on the dress and I will get you a headpiece to try on when you come out. And then finally she turns over to Eustace and says, and what kind of look are you looking for, sir? Eustace furrows his brow and steeples his hands and says, stately, yet a little bit overstated. <laughs> Let's make a very good impression. I see. Here, let's try a, a modern design that doesn't push the line too far. It's exactly how you described and offers you to uh, try it on. A little bit of time passes. Everybody has clothing that now fits and looks exactly how they want it to look. It comes with a pair of shoes and those who want any type of headwear or clips or anything like that, it does come with it. If anyone would like to buy a fancy bag, in addition to their uh, clothing, that would be an additional cost. But other than that, uh, each of these outfits cost 15 gold. Mm. How much for the bag? Uh, five gold. Five gold. I would like a bag as well. Of course. I'll take a bag if it's a small one. Yes. She can give you like a handbag. For the men's, is it more along the lines of a briefcase of some kind? <laughs> we have different options. If you would like something that looks more like a briefcase, we could give you that. We do also have back options. It doesn't look like a, a child's backpack, but it is much more. You know, is there applesauce? Oh, <laughs> fanny packs. We have fanny packs. If you want a fanny pack, you can get <laughs> a fanny pack. Your girl would not be <laughs> dead wearing a I know. But, you know, so, it, it, well, no, no one else in the world has a fanny pack. So, yeah. to everybody else. <laughs> yeah are a thing and they are very popular <laughs> just eyes wide shut fanny packs <laughs> <laughs> so yes everybody gets the outfit that they wish 15 gold and then anybody who wants a bag can get a matching bag for five i'll take a bag do they have any fancy canes walking sticks yeah i do actually have a walking stick would you like one yeah i s picture a has in <clears throat> Like a white tux with mm. a top hat. Yep, that, that's what I'm going for. Like a Hello Dolly kind of. Yep. Yes, I, I do have a, a cane. I can uh, sell it to you for two two gold. It matches your outfit. Perfect. Yes, of course. Uh, anything else? Not for me. Does, uh, did, is Ayaz getting a bag as well? Or is it just the uh, Just the cane. Okay, who else was getting a bag? Me. I was, I'm going to tie it. it. It needs to attach to my dress somehow. Okay. You could almost have it in a sari type thing where it kind of mm -hmm. goes over the shoulder. But yeah, so each of you now have the outfits that you want and you are ready, but you still have another day. So you could mm -hmm. either continue the day and do other things, or you could just rest and wait for the next day. It's up to you. Would you say there was a resort of some sort? <laughs> so there was something actually out in the woods called a retreat. It's called the Moonlit Retreat. Cult. Uh, okay, so <laughs> we're going to a fancy ball, and if we show up smelling like stale beer and vomit and ectoplasm, <laughs> it's probably not going to go really well. So 
find me a hotel where we can all have showers. Uh, sure. There definitely is a higher-end hotel. Or if you just want to go to a bathhouse, you can go to one of those, too. <laughs> yeah. No. Bathhouses are just whorehouses staffed by volunteers. Yeah, so? Uh, you saw you saw Eustace put his hands over his eyes at the mention, mere mention of a bathhouse. <laughs> the scale of hotel. Avert my virgin eyes. Here's what I want to do. I want two of us to go in and rent a room and then sneak the rest of them in so we don't have to pay for eight rooms. <laughs> okay, definitely doable. You could go to the Golden Griffin Inn, which is a luxurious establishment, which does have a in-suite bathroom which contains a full shower as well as a vanity perfect all right you can go there so who's going to lie and say they're only getting a room for one person and then well i don't think how much are the rooms the room is five gold a night i believe there's six of you mm -hmm. there's six of us i believe so yes okay i would like to get two rooms one for the ladies one for the gentlemen i'll pay okay oh. so you're gonna actually pay for the it's not like ectoplasm oh yeah that's true i do so you guys get two rooms. These are actually luxurious rooms, and they do offer in-room services, so if you want anything. Milling about the inn, you see nobles and affluent travelers. They're all speaking different languages and talking amongst each other. The rooms have multiple beds, they're just one. So when you ordered it, did you say that there was going to be like three people each room, or did you say... Yeah. Uh, so then, yes, you have two double beds. Okay, get one since I paid for the room. I don't care what everyone else does. I can sleep in a chair. <laughs> or yeah, I, think, you know, I think I have a bedroll in my pack anyway. Like armoire drawer. <laughs> um, yeah, so I just kind of want to relax if I'm going to have to be fancy tomorrow. Sure. All of you are able to clean up. No rolls necessary. You even get room service and you go to... I'm assuming you go to sleep, right? Or is there anything else you want to do in that night? No, I think we should game plan in the morning. Sure. That works. Um, maybe we sh Is there like a bar attached to this hotel, like a restaurant or something? Yes, there is a kitchen area downstairs which has food and drink. I have my like fine clothes that aren't my fancy dress that I just bought. Mm -hmm. So after I take my shower, I want to go downstairs and eat my meal in the common area and see who's around and kind of like look at body shapes and how people walk and like mm. these are all the people probably that are going to be at the ball so i won't be able to recognize their faces but if i can kind of recognize other things about them i might know who they are later sure um i like that that's kind of cool Down for some reconnaissance. yeah i guess for that what, what would that be i guess perception because you're just passively looking around right Yes. All right. You know what? I like this. So give me advantage. So perception with advantage. <laughs> 18. Ooh. Okay. And what I would like is a history check with advantage to see if you actually recognize who these people might be. Okay. Ooh. Dirty 20. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> with your high perception and high history, you do know a few people who are around. You recognize uh, a noble couple. Lord and Lady Sterling. They're recognized for philanthropy kind of things. Think Bill and Melinda Gates minus the computers. Do I see anybody that would know my dad? Yes. You know, one person that would know your dad is there. Conrad Montague. He's a wealthy industrialist that definitely you've seen with your father before. Okay. Is he is he sitting at a table? Uh, he's milling about. He's by a bar. I want to 
wander up next to him. Conrad, darling, how have you been? <laughs> <laughs> he turns uh, very surprised. And he says, oh, is that Cassandra I see? It is I. Oh, you! I I remember when you were yay tall. Oh, you look lovely. Yeah. What brings you here? Oh, you know, just smelling about. What about yourself? Oh, well, I'm just getting a drink. Uh, uh, it's, it's, uh, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm so flabbergasted to see you out of nowhere. Uh, how is your father? This time I saw him. It's been a while. I decided to take some time to travel, so I haven't been home in several months. Have you been back? Ah, that's that's a, always a good decision to travel. I say more people should travel. People who stay in their homes and their hometowns and never leave have small minds of a small world. That's very true. But yes, uh, are you staying here? The Golden Gri Griffin Inn? I am. Oh, well, I'm glad to have seen you. Uh, please let me buy you a drink. Do, do you drink? I'm sorry. I do drink. That would be lovely. Thank you. Yes, let, let me buy you a drink. Anything you would like, it's on me. Thank you very much. I sincerely appreciate it. Are you in town long? Oh, just for the, the week. Uh, I do my, my business dealings, and then I will be traveling back. Well, if you see my father, tell him I said hello. Oh, yes, most certainly. I'm sure he'll be very interested to have found that I, I got to uh, see you, of course. Lovely. I take my drink, and I... Have a lovely evening, and I wander back off into the crowd. Yes, you 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 do that perfectly. <laughs> but, um, like to <clears throat> sneak through and maybe do a little pickpocketing. Sure, that's fun. To see what I can find. Wait, are we all down here, or? I went down. I don't know who came with me, other than. Yeah, anybody can come down. Okay, all right. Just want to make sure because I was like, "Ooh, I want to join in." If you want to come down. Yeah. I'm not coming with other people because I'm trying to. Yes. Oh, yes. I'm stealthy, but if I go with other people, that's not going to help. Okay. Half-Life's not stealthy in a group. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, you don't need to roll a stealth check to come into the room, but I would like a sleight of hand check to effectively do anything. I got a 16. Okay, cool. You can successfully pickpocket three times. First person you try the pickpocket, you find a prayer book. Uh, this person is most likely a devout worshiper, but you have picked their prayer book without them noted. A devout worshiper of what? A worshiper of Salune, the goddess of the moon. Okay. We're not looking at like a goddess of the undead or anything. <laughs> not, not for that one, at least. Okay. And then... <laughs> and then for a second person that you uh, go to, you find this heavyset man with very unfamiliar attire. He's probably not from this nation. You stick your hand into his pocket and pull out a live mouse. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Would you like to keep the mouse or would you like to let it free? You made a friend. I'm going to let it go. You let the, the mouse go. That may have an effect in the future, but we will find that out later. <laughs> yep. Butterfly flaps its wing. Yeah. And a mouse gets released in a fancy hotel. <laughs> and then the third one, the thing that you find from the pocket is a green apple. And then in addition to that, between other people that you've gone through, you are able to gather 57 gold pieces. Ooh. Okay. Oh, really? um, did I happen to overhear anything? Uh, for that, I would like a perception check, please. I can do that. Oh, 15. We're going to put this up to a, a chance. Give me a 1d6 to see which rumor you are hearing. Two. 
So with a two, someone mentions in a hushed voice about individuals associated with the inn. And basically it's a speculation on sudden disappearances and or unexplained absences from basically the, the people who work at the inn. These are people like the busboy and the maids and things like that. Um, people who aren't necessarily well known by the patrons here uh, and might not be noticed as much by being missing. Yeah. So people don't notice people are going missing. Yeah, basically. Okay. Cool. There's trafficking in the Rich Hotel. Did I happen to see any of my family? I'm going to say with a 15 perception, you did not see, but not for a lack of awareness. Okay. I'll enter as well. Sure. And uh, I'd like to scan the room and see if, uh, first off, if I know anybody from my family as well. You don't recognize anyone from your family or your family's connections. Okay. Good. <laughs> then the second thing is, I would like to listen for, you, you mentioned something about uh, foreign clothing. I want to look, study or listen to the foreign people and what they're saying, if they're speaking in a language I can understand. There, there are people who are speaking common and elvish. Uh, no one's speaking gnomish, uh, so nothing else that you would know other than that. And the people who are speaking other foreign languages, you don't understand. Oh, great. Okay. Well, that's what I get for growing up evangelical. Uh, <laughs> bad history check and don't know any other languages. What I would actually like is a history check. You know, it is a plus one. I, I do know that there was history in whatever Bible I'm carrying around. Uh, okay. <laughs> Ten. Okay. Uh, no. <laughs> Nothing. There are nations. <laughs> <laughs> there are people that aren't you. <laughs> and they're bad. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You don't get object permanence unless you can roll an 11. <laughs> what book? Cassandra. I didn't get to finish telling you everybody that was there. Oh, yeah, no worries. <laughs> you got to meet Lord and Lady Sterling, and then you also saw uh, Conrad Montague, but then the others are also listed. Ooh. These are people I would know. Yeah, you recognize them. Only, only Conrad is a person that you know personally, but everybody else you recognize just by... Oh, like it would be like seeing Leonardo DiCaprio. Like, oh, I know who that is, but I don't know them. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I has would like to come down and have a drink sure. and basically try to do like a practice run for mingling. Okay. Observe how all the hoity-toity people are talking mm. and try to remind himself of how highfalutin people talk. Sure. And adjust his mannerisms accordingly. Okay, so I like how sociopaths learn to talk like humans. Yes. Okay, so I would like two rolls from you. The first roll is going to be a perception check to kind of pick up on this, and then depending on the way that you roll perception, will either give you advantage or disadvantage on a performance check to follow. Okay. Okay. Fifteen. Uh, with a fifteen perception, you can roll performance with advantage. With a 15, you do a very adequate job. You know your own limits so that as soon as anyone starts pressing for, like, obviously no one's grilling you for answers. Right. But if they're like, oh, yes, do you know about this thing that you definitely don't know about and you obviously can't say it? You know the pull back and you're like, oh, no, actually about this other thing. And then you just change <laughs> the subject. So you do a good job. You actually are quite good. And what I would actually like is give me an insight check. You're basically spending this time with one person in particular and this is just how much you're getting from that person mm. okay well the 13 so this is a woman her name you've gotten is lady seraphina verlaine she's another philanthropist and a cultural patron of the city and basically she's 
born into a, a family of esteemed lineage, just like a lot of the people around here. She talks about her altruistic agenda, her collections and her artistic collaborations, really nothing of super useful importance, but you have actually made a connection in this high ranking society. Nice. Now, a uh, question for you, uh, I has, do you give your real name or do you make up a name? I make up a name. Okay. So you have made a connection, but they don't actually know who you are. Right. Okay. So I'm assuming everybody ends up going to bed after all of these activities. Actually, I have one thing I want to do. Sure, sure. Um, I need to go to the front desk. Okay. I would like to requisition a carriage for tomorrow. Oh, yes. We can definitely provide that service. We, we, we don't provide it ourselves, but we can contact those who do. Uh, are you traveling? Within the city, uh, six people in the evening. In the evening. Okay. Um, and so you're staying within the city, you said, yes? Correct. Okay, so I will get a intra-city carriage, and they will pick you up just before... Perfect. Can you make it a nice... Of course, of course. Thank you. I appreciate it. And how much will I owe for that? Let me do this. I will contact them now, and then I will get the price for you, and we'll get back to you. Do you have a price maximum you're looking at? 20 gold. Oh, I think that's more than enough. So uh, I will I will let you know exactly how much it costs, and then you will pay them when they arrive. Perfection. I appreciate your help dearly. Have a lovely evening. You too. Nobody walks to a fancy balls. <laughs> <laughs> Show up with dirty shoes. <laughs> so everybody goes to sleep. I don't think anyone has used any spells and no one's gotten into any fights. So you don't have to heal or anything, but you officially have a long rest. You have all eaten and drinking today. And then the next day arrives. So you definitely have all morning and early afternoon to do with as you please, or you could just mill about and relax beforehand. Eustace definitely takes advantage of that shower. <laughs> okay, everybody, at this point, everybody is well cleaned. They also offer basic perfumes and soaps so that you smell nice. Okay. Uh, what time of day would you say it would be? Well, you woke up, so it's morning. Oh, okay. All right. Um, I would like to knock on the ladies. Uh, hotel room and say we should have a group meeting to kind of game plan before we actually go over there and to uh, meet in one of our rooms. Okay. When he knocks on the door, I'll go away, pervert, it's 8 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. No, no, no perverts here. Extra pervert? No, no perverts here. Just a, just a faithful servant of the faith. Pervert goes Definitely home. not a pervert. No perverts there. Um... <laughs> You, uh, it would probably behoove us to plan uh, our our game strategy for the the evening, especially with the disappearing ink situation. Fine, we'll meet for lunch. I need to sleep for two more hours. Go home, pervert. <laughs> well, uh, definitely not a pervert, but I, I will go home. <laughs> oh, I I am horny for God. Uh, no. <laughs> I told you. Not like that. Not like right. that. We just desire agape and God's love and love for each other. Anyway, I gotta go. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it's a little bit more time passes, and then I'm assuming everybody meets in the common area. Uh, oh, yeah. uh, we're gonna meet in one of the rooms. Oh, you're gonna meet in the room. Okay, sure. Everybody is now together. It's still technically morning. It's before noon, but it is uh, later in the morning. Okay. So I, I guess Eustace will will start and say, um, everyone else, maybe I wanted to check the, check the temperature on uh, whether or not we trust one of our administrators. Oh, no. Good, good. good. <laughs> okay, we're all on the same page. Oh, yeah, we're definitely being played. 
Um, does anyone have any I, ang- uh, angles or ideas on on quite what their angles are? That bitch definitely works for the CIA. <laughs> well, that might be right. There are people going missing in this establishment, and that, that troubles me deeply. Um, Do you know about that? Oh, no, no, I guess you're right. You're right. Yeah, I wouldn't know about that, because that was what... Uh, who heard that? Was it Cassandra? No, me. Okay, gotcha. I guess I would say that uh, still I go, the... Disappearing ink seems to imply that we might have a benefactor trying to warn us of this. Uh, However, that does give us an advantage here in that we know something is afoot. They don't know we know that, and they think we're desperate due to our circumstances. I swear to God, if we show up and they're trying to get us to hunt a poor person, I'm going to be so mad at you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Actually, so I'm going to put a pin in this real quick. I'm going to go back to when you guys went to sleep. Hollybrook. Yeah. Uh, please give me a religion check. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> Good luck. Okay. Uh, you had the same dream of a blue flame. That's it. Okay, going back to exactly where we just left off. Back. rub a dub dub yay god. <laughs> rub a dub dub thanks for the grub. <laughs> Does anyone have any ideas on quite how we're being played and how we should uh, proceed in order to uh, minimize damages on ourselves. I guarantee you we get there, something fucked up happens, and we get blamed for it. Ah, I believe... You uh, forget that I know how rich people work. I (laughs) all know that they they love their patsies. Um, Most of us understand that, so... Yes, uh, Eustace looks around as if he's, um, he should be proud, he's very proud that he knew the word patsy. (laughs) (laughs) rough and tumble likes of, of him, you know. <laughs> so, I guess out of character, what's our game plan here? Also, if anyone would like to make some type of insight check into the idea of this as a whole, you may I will. Who has, a, who has good insight? We're, we're all dumb. I got a plus seven on insight, actually. Well, ask the devil! <laughs> Sitting up with the dead over there. Well, not ask the dead girl, because that's not great. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, you get no benefit or negative. I got an 18. Ooh! With an 18, you you were one of the people that actually spoke with this lady. The lady does not feel that she is intentionally leading you into a dangerous situation. She also doesn't feel that she lied in any way. She may have omitted certain things, but nothing that honestly is important for this quote-unquote mission. A lie. <laughs> but in the sense that she works in the ministry, so she's already keeping secrets. Well, I mean, I, I am getting the impression we do work for the CIA. Mm-hmm. Uh, we work for Magic CIA. <laughs> MC, MCL. MCIA. Magic Central Intelligence Agency. Actually, you know what I would like? I would like another check from Cassandra, because you got the 18. Give me either just a base wisdom check or a survival check they'll technically give you two different answers but i would like to see what you get nine on wisdom okay cool so with a nine on wisdom yeah she didn't tell you everything but only in the sense of she didn't tell you her life story either kind of thing (laughs) can i also do a survival check i'm gonna say no in this instance Okay, so you guys have an event coming up. You have definite reservations of dealing with these people. Can I do a history check about things that might have happened at previous balls? (laughs) 
Uh, I would ask for a history check with disadvantage because I don't think you would be too aware of it unless it was very significant. Well, I feel like Conrad and my dad would have talked about things and I would have overheard it. All right. Give me a history flat. Fuck! Seven. (laughs) Within that one, (laughs) they never talked about these things ever. (laughs) (laughs) I tried. (laughs) <laughs> you did. You did try. Unfortunately, the, the dice did not want it. <laughs> How is Carbon Thing feeling? I have no clue and I have no expectations onto what tomorrow or tonight will bring. I would like a survival check from you. This is a completely different survival check from before, but I would like a survival check from you. Okay. It's a four. <laughs> Oh, Plus uh, two, so that's a six. Okay, so for <laughs> for a six, yeah, th- this is very much not your wheelhouse. Diplomacy, like you like intellectual ideas, but you don't like people. <laughs> yeah, too many of my relatives are in politics, so I uh, distance myself away from that BS. <laughs> you're not you're not quite trained in that. What I actually would like from you is either performance or deception to kind of see if you can gussy yourself up to even be in the right mode. Mm. So four. Okay. I'm yeah. very no. out of it. <laughs> I am rich. Zero yes. interest. <laughs> I would like three Isn't money. Is money great? Wow. <laughs> How much could a banana cost? 15 gold? <laughs> So yeah, Carbon Fang, you're very much not in the right mode for this, but you're coming along for the ride. So as you guys discuss this, is there any other real points that you want to hit before you go? I would say, I guess we got to impress some foreign people and foreign investors. We got to we gotta get the donors to write with their checkbooks, is what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. The better we do, she seemed to imply, the better we get. I don't understand quite what she said about the it t- could turn into a sea which really felt we, like a if we foil an international yeah murder plot we might get a sea yeah grade. it feels like it feels like oh well you know if there's an assassination attempt and you stop it there's a sea i think it was supposed to be explained more so of like if you show up at this party and meet a foreign dignitary and make them love us then we'll make it a sea and we'll okay okay good all right so then we really got to search for the whales you, <laughs> you feel about giving out hand jobs um, no <laughs> That was a that was a one time thing for Holy Mitch. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> it's a, there's a missionary. Uh, so yeah, we got to find the whales. Then we got to charm the money out of them. So skip the domestics, go for the foreign, and uh, use that to our advantage. And I guess pro tip: don't get drunk. Don't eat too much food. It makes you look poor. Everyone's supposed to be wayfish, and you're just supposed to snack. And your job is to float lifelessly through groups of people and be interesting, but never stick in one spot too long. Sorry, I had to do this a lot as a child. <laughs> it's very annoying. <laughs> Don't get drunk, you'll look like an asshole. Yes, having to leave food left on my plate was a weird concept, but... <laughs> but I like the food. You want to eat more of it? No! Oh. You look starving. Um, I, I guess it would behoove us to maybe play both sides on this one like since we're suspicious keep an eye out and listen uh do our jobs but also try to pick up any extra information along the way if you're nice to the servants they talk mm. befriend the wait staff we're probably more have more in common with them than we do with our targets Let's befriend and more overly polite <laughs> 
they're used to people just being straight up rude to them. So even the smallest amount of kindness will probably get you information. The bar is just so low. <laughs> yeah, and somehow people still trip over it. Yeah, true. Also, should any of them perhaps perform some rude gestures or unwanted touches? How shall I say this? Screw the mission. <laughs> we can use that to our advantage anyhow. <laughs> I'd sell you off to the highest bidder if it got me a secret. I'm going to say that at this point you have gathered your thoughts, you've gathered together. It's now in the afternoon. As you go to the front of the hotel to wait for your carriage, there is a small child in the waiting area by the front, and he sees the group of you, and he's just wide-eyed and staring, like, wow! And uh, he's going to run up to just, I guess, the group in general, and he's just like, are you adventurous? <laughs> I lean down on his height and say, yes, we are. Uh, I want to be adventurous, too. <laughs> it takes a lot of work. Make sure it's really what you want. I do, I do, I do. <laughs> to which, uh, do I have anything I could give the small child as, like, maybe a scrap of paper with the Adventurer's Guild logo or some souvenir? Yeah, I would say that you've definitely got something from your classes. Okay, I lean down to him and I go, well, Junior Adventurer, we'll be waiting for you when you're old enough to join. And I hand him that. You hand him that. That's His cute. eyes are just sparkling. Uh, he says, ah, oh, thank you, Mr. And then he, he, he doesn't even get to turn around. Uh, his mother steps up behind him, grabs him by the shoulder, and pulls him away. And then you kind of hear her discouraging the joining of adventuring, but he's still very much into it. So you have instilled <laughs> the adventuring spirit in a small child. This, this one just got out of the labyrinth. <laughs> Don't go into debt for this. <laughs> Give your loans. As you guys make it to the front, the carriage is brought out. You see it's a, a very ornate carriage. It's white on the outside and on the inside. There's just red velvet everywhere. Uh, there's more than enough seats for you. It seats eight, but there's only six of you. So you have enough room to kind of spread out a bit and they will pull you to your destination. Is there anything you do before you get into the carriage? Was Conrad around? Uh, give me a perception check. All right. What's the strategy here? When we get there, do we all stick together as a group, or are we gonna spread out? Five. Let's uh, let's enter as a group, play it up a little bit, and then separate out. Look for the foreigners, and then we'll mingle in rotation, and we'll meet up in between. So the idea being, you go find some guy, come back to us, mm -hmm. tell us what you know. The next person uses that information to their advantage. Oh, okay. Carousel. Carousel, exactly. We're gonna float through. If they let us. If they let, yeah. For all we know, they're just, they put us if up they, in bars somewhere. If they let, right? Me. We'll be we'll be in dancing cages. Yeah, we'll be go-go dancers. <laughs> okay, so as a question, did anyone pre-request a specific mask for this masquerade? The fox mask. Oh, I requested a black one. Just black in color. It's black in color, no other okay. colors. Okay, Eustace, cool. Eustace doesn't believe in the concept of masks. They're they're technically lies, so he goes for whatever. 
Sure. <laughs> yeah, no preference. Uh, there's definitely a fox. Carbon Fang is given a cat's face, pure black. I has is given a, a jester's mask. Eustace Diamond, you are given what almost looks like a plague. Yeah. <laughs> a beak looking thing. I got a beak. You got you got like a, a, a light a beak. It's not the full mask, like the big goggles or anything, but it does yeah. have a, a bit of a beak. <laughs> Uh, reminiscent of of one cassandra you are given a king's mask no you were given a fox's mask uh hollybrook hollybrook gets the king's mask and then merle is given a it, it looks like an aquatic type mask like a, a not a mermaid but like a fish person like there's gills on the side okay but all of the masks are very of high quality. They are made of very fine material. Like Carbon Fang has like a black velvet and such styles. They are given to you at the door. You see the old woman. She's also wearing a mask, but because her body is so different, like she's very small and very old. It's very obvious that it's her. Uh, she says, okay, uh, thank you for joining us. Please go to the ballroom, mingle, talk to amongst the various guests here. It will be for the next four hours. Th nothing should really happen, but what we really want you is to impress our patrons. Uh, and the better you do, the more points you will earn. Before you enter, is there any questions you might have for me? Have I put my mask on yet? Up to you. <laughs> do you want to put it on? I <laughs> Sorry, one second. Cast detect magic on my mask. Yes, you you cast detect magic, and I believe it's not even just your mask. It's like a thirty foot radius or something like that, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. All of these masks are enchanted. What? It's they're very oh. they're very low level enchantments. It's like uh, the equivalent of a um, cantrip. Can I tell what cantrip it is? Or what school of magic? Or what school? magic it is give me an arcana check we'll see how much information you get 19 is it just our mask or am i picking up anybody else's mask um well? every mask within 30 feet of you it has the same enchantment on it uh including the one on her interesting it's like some kind of pacification thing truth telling thing or it could be uh, like a like a oh, hidden identity thing. It's 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 an uh, illusion cantrip it's just my okay. illusion cool. to make to help probably yeah. keep people from knowing each other all right i'll put my mask on okay what i would like from all six of you are either insight or perception checks as you guys put on your masks okay uh, not particularly good at either yeah negative on both 19 wow i got a nat one. Oh, oh, no. that's a of it. just kidding okay. Oh, okay. oh i have a posture i has looks around and it's it's very difficult for you to recognize these people in front of you even though you were just staring at them <laughs> and it, it's almost to the face that they're uh, to the point where their faces almost look non-euclidean like they're they're amorphous <laughs> everybody right. else can tell like okay i know you i know you but looking around at the other masks you can barely tell the difference between people. The illusion is doing its thing. Mm -hmm. Basically, I has you're going to have a disadvantage to recognizing your own friends, but it's not impossible. <laughs> no, I mean, that's kind of how my life has been so far anyway. <laughs> Wouldn't be in the remedial group otherwise. True. 
All right, stepping into the ballroom, you see it is adorned with cascading drapes, ornate chandeliers, tapestries depicting scenes of magical landscapes. You have soft melodies from live orchestras wafting through the air and accompanying the laughter and the whispers of the attendees. You see, well, first of all, you see everybody dressed in resplendent attire, uh, each adorned with their masks. But you see the live band, the regular guests, as well as attendants attending this event. The attendants, the band, and the guests are all wearing masks, so they all have the same illusionary effect. And as you guys enter in, we'll wrap up here for today, and then we will continue next time. You have made it. You have made your way to a... D-level quest, which might be a C-level quest. We'll have to see to find out. <laughs> Somebody bargain. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Romelio Adventuring. The intro-outro song is Thinking Doc by Anachronite, and our various ambient tracks are by Bartify. Our players have asked to remain anonymous, at least for now, but I have been your DM, Adam Souza. I'm putting together the next episode now, which should go live in about two weeks. So thanks again for listening, and I hope to see you again. That bitch definitely works for the CIA.